I want to walk on a street where I have no memory, where I don't walk past the building, where a former lover used to live, where I didn't walk happy with my girlfriends, going home on a late evening after a theater play, where I went to see a man I fell for, where I was touched without my consent, where my mother used to have a bar, where we lived on the top floor, too short a time to get used to it when we found our stuff packed in rubbish bags on the pavement on our way back from school, where I was 17, I was 13, I was 22. I am 40 and yearning to walk on streets where I will encounter no memory. This is a poem called Escape, which I wrote when I was walking on the streets of Brussels last year. I started to see all these places that reminded me of certain memories, certain moments of my life. And I suddenly thought, but do I want to remember? And I suddenly felt the need to escape. And I always have uh, this yearning to escape, which is getting very difficult right now with this lockdown situation where I feel there is no physical escape. The only escape I find right now is reading and making art and writing and working and being inspired by poetry. So these are mainly my escapes right now. But I've been thinking about memory a lot and how it is actually an active will, a decision to remember. I think it needs effort to remember things. We want to keep certain things alive in our memory. In order to do so, we need to make efforts. And wanting to escape memories is also another effort. I remember a line in Mad Men where Don Draper talks to Peggy. And it's a scene, I'm not going to spoil it for you, I'm just going to tell you what he says to her. I'm not going to tell you about the context. But it's about moving forward and the necessity to move forward after something happened. Something happens to Peggy. And he sits in front of her and says, this never happened. It will shock you how much it never happened. That line is probably one of the strongest lines I have felt deeply inside me that I've ever heard on a television series and I could really relate to because certain things in my life happened and in a shocking way it's like they never happened on the other hand there are details of my childhood that I keep that I cherish because these are the places where I want to go back to again because these are the spaces where 
love was unconditional. So those memories I seem to be able to keep. So I do strongly believe that memory is an active decision, just like love is, actually. And I want to read a passage from, from the biography of Suzanne Sontag, written by Benjamin Moser, an extraordinary book which I'm, I'm totally absorbed in right now. And when I read this particular passage, it made me think about all this, about memory and remembering. And what does it mean to actively write down things that happen, build an, an archive of one's own life, which is also something I've been doing for years through journaling, through making art, through recording my voice, through taking pictures and cataloging everything and archiving it in a certain way. So on the one hand, I do want to keep many things alive, and on the other, I want my mind to forget, which actually doesn't make much sense. But again, this is a nocturnal talk, remember? You, you are in my mind, this is a stream of consciousness, I'm just talking, I'm just rambling. I want to read you this passage from the book of Benjamin Moser. They visited London and Paris. It is unfortunate that almost nothing remains of Susan's first impressions of the city with whose high culture she would come to be identified, the city where she would be buried. She does not mention the trip at all in her short memoir of this time. So see, there's an active choice there not to write it down, which made me think about... The fact that I stopped journaling in this, these past few weeks. And I wonder, is it because I want not to have a trace of my thoughts and fears and anxieties during this pandemic? Or is it simply because I found other ways to archive, document and archive what I've been going through and what I've been seeing and what I've been creating during these past few weeks? Which is, again, a fascinating question. Do I want to keep memory alive or not? Which I think, in the end, I do want. And again, this is a paradox. <laughs> it's an immense paradox. On the one hand, I keep wanting to forget things, forget people, forget moments I had. And on the other, I want to document and archive everything. I don't have an answer why this is. Maybe a psychologist uh, will have an answer. <laughs> if you do, please let me know. Uh, yesterday I was recording a new episode of another podcast I'm doing with my friend Laura. And the podcast is called uh, Not Loud Enough. So we have recorded like 45 minutes talking. And I thought the recording was safe and I was going to edit the podcast later that evening. So last night I started, I opened GarageBand to, to do edit and I realized the file wasn't there. And I thought maybe, maybe I have accidentally deleted it. And because I always have this automatic gesture of emptying my trash can all the time, I thought, how am I going to recover that deleted item? 
So I ran a, a special software on my on my computer. And of course, it started recovering thousands and thousands and thousands of files. And I was looking at all those files on the screen. I thought, this is my life. This is my whole life. These are all the things I didn't want to see ever again. So ironically, technology brought back lots of memories I wanted to keep buried deep down and hidden. It's like when algorithms remind you of certain memories you may never want to remember ever again. When Facebook shows you an old picture of six, seven, eight years ago and you're like, I don't want to see that memory. Do not show me that memory. But algorithms always keep up with you. <laughs> no matter what you do, no matter how much you want to control what's happening in your heart and your mind. There will be an algorithm who will slap you in the face. Talking about algorithms, I'm going to end this um, Dreamers Night Talks episode on remembering and on memory with a poem I've written a few months ago. On our way back from a memory, we created an innocent attempt at immortalizing the impossible. Another file, I am certain, will be deleted from our brains, from our hearts, yet will remain forever on that artificial space to hunt us every time an algorithm will ignore our humanity. It is scary to build something that is bound to be destroyed. How can you be so sure your voice resonates? I am my worst enemy, that's my certainty. And to hide behind is easy. I still carry ancient wounds. I licked and licked and even swallowed. I cannot taste the difference anymore between the blood created from pain and the blood that flows to keep me alive. I yet have to learn to allow to be loved more than I love.